Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and we are back, and we have a great topic for you, and I bet a lot of you have thought about this. How many have thought about writing your own book, or people have said to you, you know, what a great story. You've got so many great stories. You should write a book, and you say, well, I don't know. Well, here's the person who can tell you all about writing your own book, Anne-Marie Sabbath. Her new book is Everybody Has a Book Inside of Them and How to Bring It Out. Anne-Marie Sabbath is the founder and president of At Ease, Inc., a 31-year-old firm specializing in domestic and international business courtesy programs. Her new book, Everybody Has a Book Inside of Them, draws on the unique writing habits and styles of 15 authors with 45 or 49 tips, giving us answers to questions for both the new wordsmith and accomplished novelist-to-be. Welcome, Anne-Marie. Patricia, thank you for having me on. I'm very delighted. Yes, and also, you yourself have writ- written nine books have, that have been translated into eight languages and read by more than 250,000 readers. Wow. Yes, it's a, thank you, Well, It's amazing what hard work does, and my goal <laughs> is to motivate everybody to bring out the book in them. Yeah, and your books have been recognized by USA Today, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Entrepreneur, CNN, CNBC, and Oprah. Quite a list. Quite a list. Well, All right. thank you very Go much. Ahead. <laughs> All right, so let's first talk about um, why people hear that you should write a book and then they don't. Do they just think it's too much work or they can't do it? Well, what happens is people do not have the confidence to write a book. And what happens is they make a lot of excuses such as, I'm not a writer. Well, let me tell you, if you talk, you can write. That's essential to know. <laughs> It's not a rocket science by any means. Another reason people say they cannot write a book or won't write a book is because they don't have time. The last time I looked, we all had the same 24 hours in the day. The key is schedule time and keep that writing appointment with yourself. That's how it works. Yeah. So, and as you said, it's the discipline, right, too. That's another factor here is discipline. Absolutely. It's a discipline to be able to write a book. And the key is, by doing it, you have such a good time by getting to know your inner writing voice. It's a terrific skill for firing up your neurons, for being able to create a legacy if you choose to write a memoir, if you have a business, to have it as a big business card. People make excuses about why they can't instead of encouraging themselves to do it. Do you think people should know how many pages they want for their book to be? Well, my recommendation is when I work with my clients, my budding authors, I ask them to take 30 days to strictly think. And during those 30 days, I ask them to identify their reader, to name their book, which they usually have already before they come to me. I also ask them to schedule the specific time that they're going to write And the number of pages should be within a range. So if they're self-publishing, they should see what number of pages the genre that they're writing is uh, required. So if it's a children's book, they're not going to need 
uh, 500 pages. If it's a sci-fi book, they may need, it depends on, you know, exactly what that uh, specific number is. So it's mm-hmm. really important for them to identify it by going to a bookstore, by looking at books that are common with what they will be writing, and then figuring out what is mine going to be? How is mine going to be different? So they do need to have all of that in place before they actually begin. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that you write in your book, and I love this, you say you never know what the catalyst will be for motivating you to write your first book. So what do you mean by that? Do you mean um, it could be a story you heard? It could be someone else who has a book? It could be that all of a sudden you just feel like other people need to hear this? What do you, what do you mean? What do you think? It could be any of the three. So I'll give you a few examples. I own a 33-year-old business. When my business was five years old, I realized I need a book. I need a book. How am I going to document it so that people I never meet will be able to hear what is important from the standpoint of what's considered appropriate when doing business domestically and internationally? So I wrote a book for that. And then I went around the world five years later for American Express Bank. And I learned so much. And I said to myself, I need to write an international business etiquette series. So that was the catalyst for those three books. And then I remember my banker calling me and saying, asking me uh, to meet with him. And I couldn't figure out what, was, what the question was. Well, when we met, he asked, what do you do to generate revenue? We see you bringing all of this money into the bank. And I said, I work hard. I do whatever it takes to get the job done. And he said, well, we want you to work with our sales teams to teach them how to develop and accelerate business relationships. And I thought, are you kidding me? So after about a year and a half, did the training, learned what they needed, wrote a book called Courting Business, Strategies for Developing and Accelerating Business Relationships. Mm -hmm. It goes on and on and on. And so my point is there's usually some, there is something that triggers it whether it's something that you've been thinking about a long time, whether it's something that is in your mind and you see someone else saying something, it doesn't matter what it is, is you will know, you will have that aha moment. And then when it comes back to you continuously, you will know that is the book inside of you. Mm, Yeah. So what are some of the steps that you go through from being a writer to an author? Well, from being a writer to an author is, one, you have to acknowledge yourself as an author. And I will tell you, and I want to tell your listeners, even though I wrote, I've written 10 books, I did not even acknowledge myself as an author until my ninth book. I didn't really think of myself as that. I strictly saw my books as big business cards. So, number one, acknowledge yourself as an author, number one. Number two... You have to, as you said before, Patricia, you have to be disciplined. You have to schedule writing appointments with yourself just as you schedule appointments with other people. This is essential, and you do not deviate from them. You have to also figure out what are you going to wear. When you're home, you may want to wear your velveteen rabbit clothes. You have to figure Mm -hmm. out where are you going to sit. Most people have a certain direction where they sit. And all they have to figure out is where do they sit when they work? Where do they sit when they write bills? 
versus where do they sit when they eat. There is a certain writing direction. And so we talk about this in the book. This is very important. And I tell you, once people figure this out, and this is during their 30-day incubation period, they will hit the ground writing, literally running and writing, and their writing engine will be revved. Yeah, so that's... All of these these motivating tips are just so, so important. Now, you interviewed 45 people. What were some of the insights you got from them? Or what were things that they all said that were in common? Well, what's very fascinating is I did interview many authors, different genres. I did not know most of them. I met them through other authors. And what I found, what was fascinating, is they all had dirty writing doubts. Even if, mm. even Gail D. Z. as in Zebra Martin, who's written 76 books, she's had dirty writing doubts. And that told me, that's normal. And so my recommendation for people who have dirty writing doubts is certainly not to stop writing. Buy a ream of paper, write down your dirty writing doubt, and tear it up and keep doing it until it is gone. That's one thing. Another thing that they had, which I found very fascinating, was they wondered if anybody would want to write, excuse me, they wondered if, they, if anyone would want to read their book. And I have to tell you, I was halfway through writing, everybody has a book inside of them, and I was tired, I was cranky, and that question crossed my mind. Is anybody going to want to read this? Is there value in this? Right. This is why, yes, you can appreciate that. Correct, Patricia? Yes. But how do you really know? I mean, I think you know by you know what the market's telling you or you know what people are talking about. Or you look at the research and see what's, what's out there. Yes? You do all of the above. Yes. And my recommendation is before you start writing during the 30 days of incubation that I talk about in this book is find two people who will be your sounding board advisors. These individuals are people to whom you will send, you will email your sections. So they're people you know, and you will ask them to critique it. Let me tell you, I'm not sure I could have finished my book, this last book, everybody has a book inside of them, without my sounding board advisors. Some of the sections they loved, other ones they said, why don't you add A or B? To it. And they were terrific ideas. I had the last word. However, I welcome their ideas. So this is what encourages budding authors to write. And I tell you, it is not rocket science. My goal is to genuinely help everybody bring the book out in them. And it's fascinating. The books, if I can only tell you the book topics that people will be writing about, I don't want to give away the two that I have heard recently. I mean, fascinating, without question. So the key is you have to ask yourself, what is, the other thing I have to make sure your listeners hear is this. Do not tell anyone other than your two sounding board advisors. So a sounding board advisor may be a partner, a family member. However, make sure you do not Talk the walk. Instead, walk the talk by doing it. 
Absolutely. All right, Anne-Marie, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking to Anne-Marie Sabbath about her new book, Everybody Has a Book Inside of Them and How to Bring It Out. Anne-Marie is the author of What Self-Made Millionaires Do That Most People Don't. And I interviewed her, I believe it was last year. But if you go to my, if you go to voiceamerica.com, put in Anne-Marie Sabbath, A-N-N-M-A-R-I-E, Sabbath, S-A-B-A-T-H. You should find it under my shows or go to Patricia Raskin and all my shows will come up and you can check Anne-Marie Sabbath. But I believe it was last year and it was wonderful. So she's written nine books. She knows of what she speaks. And we'll be right back with Anne-Marie. Everybody has a book inside of them. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. My guest is Anne-Marie Sabbath, and her newest book is Everybody Has a Book Inside of Them, 
and how to bring it out. She's the best-selling author of the book, What Self-Made Millionaires Do That Most People Don't. You can hear that interview on the Voice America site under the Patricia Raskin Show. She was on last September, uh, she was on in September, September 21st last year. 2018, and she's on again this year talking about her new book, Everybody Has a Book Inside of Them. Anne-Marie Sabbath has authored nine other books that have been translated into eight languages and read by more than 250,000 readers. Her books have been recognized by USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, Entrepreneur Inc., CNN, CNBC, and Oprah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, Patricia. I'm flattered to be on your show. Yes. So, Anne-Marie, why should somebody, is it really worth it? Why should they really even think about writing a book? Well, once people realize that there is such value in writing a book, they do it. And here are the reasons that I heard my 15 other author colleagues uh, and myself uh, would act as catalysts for writing. One, we said this before, a book acts as your legacy, So people five generations from now will know something about you or something about the business that you run. It actually is a form of history. Another reason is you can brand yourself. I'm not talking about branding yourself like a horse. However, anybody who walks 50 miles and carries a briefcase is considered an expert. I can only tell you I have given so many books away during the past 30 years, when uh, my, from the time my first book came out, if I'd meet somebody on a plane, I would just a person a note, and since he or she gave me a business card, I would drop a book to him or her. That actually, for every 100 people to whom I sent a book, I would get a very big piece of business, and one time really? a figure. So you know what? Well worth it. People love to generate extra income, and books create royalties, and they're forever and ever. That's the key. So whether you have a traditional publisher, you have a self-publisher, or you self-publish a book, you will get a royalty. I don't care if it's $10, or it could be $2,000. That's a whole topic by itself about how to market your book. There are so many. You form relationships with new people, specifically authors. You're in that arena. And I have to tell you, I've met some of the my new best friends by meeting other authors, by going to writing groups, etc. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool. I can, I love it. I tell you, I'm so glad that this has happened in my life. People are already writers. They've written yeah. emails. They yeah. have written journals. In journals, they can. They write blogs, which sometimes become I, the catalyst for exactly. writing a book. And- and I find this being a broadcaster and interviewer, you know, interviewing over 3,000 people in my career is that I've made so many friends because of it. It's very similar. That's, you know, even you and I have gotten to know each other. So it's, um, you meet just amazingly wonderful people that are on a mission, that are doing good things, you know, in this kind of work. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, this is not about us. It's about helping other people. Yes, That's it is. That's a big one. Yeah. And Marie, how do you, you write in your book that you can complete an 180-page book in 32 weeks by writing only one hour a day? Explain that one. (laughs) Well, that works. Um, Actually, I wrote this book. I'm a binger, and there are different types of writers I binge. So when I start something, 
I know what the date I'm starting, I know the date I'm ending, and I know what I have to do within that period of time. Anybody who's normal, who wants that something called a life, will do this. They will schedule the date that they want to begin, and then they will write for one hour every day. It can be a different hour, one hour. If the average person writes approximately 200 to 400 words an hour, so let's say 200. When that person writes every single day so that he or she tunes in and stays tuned into the conversation with his or her inner writing voice, in 32 weeks, and I believe that's 224 days, that individual will have written at minimum a 180-page book comprised of 45,000 words. This is not rocket science. I want people to know it's simply stay focused, begin with the end in mind, and have fun doing it. So, so important. All right. What, what else do you want us to know? What else is really important in writing the book? Well, what's important is you have to ask yourself, and this is what I want your listeners to know, and we talk about, I talk about this in the book. One, your book is creating your child. So what you want to do is you want to ask yourself, how are you going to write? How is it going to be different than other books on that topic that are already on the market? That's why during those 30 days of thinking, not beginning their book, thinking, jotting notes, I want them to see what is on the market and what will they do to differentiate their book from others. And I do that every time I write a book. I schedule time to go to a bookstore. I take out books on the topic. And I learned I want to write in first person singular so that I'm talking to my reader. Many books, I would say all but two books, were written in third-person singular. And those were the ones that were most attractive to me. So you have to ask yourself, what is appealing to you? And that's how you want to write. Hmm. Right. You don't write for... Now, when you're writing, you're writing in your own style, correct? You're writing to express yourself. Um, Should you be paying attention to your market? Like, for example, if you were targeting a certain age group or a certain section of the population, would you try to write in their language or do you write in your own language? Well, you write according to how you would speak with them. So if I'm speaking to a 10-year-old, then the way I write might be different than uh, if I'm speaking to somebody my age. The key is pretend you're having a conversation. Writing is strictly a conversation in writing, unless it's a technical book, unless it's anything else. And I tell you, it's so much fun. So when individuals look in that computer screen, they should pretend they are looking at their reader. And one other thing I'd like to make sure your listeners know is this. You do not need to write an outline. You do not need to create an outline unless you are a plotter. People who orchestrate point by point by point are plotters. They like outlines. Well, wonderful. Let me tell you. I am not an outline person. I have never been. Stephen King isn't. Nora Roberts isn't. So many individuals aren't. And so the key is you have to write like you speak. And by doing that, you eventually thread everything together. So when I wrote, I just kept writing and I had my section topic. And about three quarters of the way through the book, I thought, okay, now I need to put this together. 
And then I filled in the topics that I knew still needed to be addressed. So people should not overthink it. Pretend they're having a conversation, a daily conversation with their reader. All right. We're about to close. Tell us how people can find you if they want a consultation, if they want to work with you. Tell us about that. Thank you. I would love any of your listeners to take advantage of what I'm offering, and I do it every day. It's a complimentary 30-minute consultation. There are no hooks. And what it is is you simply go to my name, Anne, A-N-N, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Sabbath, S-A-B, 1-B, A-T-H.com. It, you, will, you order the book on Amazon or whatever you want, and then you take a picture of your receipt and you email it to me at Marie at annemariesubbitt.com, and then you will see the scheduler. You can schedule a 30-minute complimentary consultation. Wonderful. Wonderful. Anne-Marie, thank you. It's always delightful to have you on the program. Really appreciate it's it. It's my pleasure, Patricia. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. And you can write to me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. I'll put you on my newsletter list. Or you can like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.